Hello and welcome to Talkin' Baseball. The All-JM team gets announced today. Buckle up, people. Hello and welcome to Talkin' Baseball. It is here. It's one of those things that is now making the end of the season feel super real. Talkin' Baseball, all JM team presented by SeatGeek. Code Talkin'. Trevor. I know we've talked about it a lot. We harped on that Braves-Mets series for a while. We said... I've been saying one week, a week and a half, one month. Baseball's over. The positions are clinched. And now we hand out the hardware. Uh, People always ask, who's your Cy Young? Who's your MVP? And most importantly, who is your all-JM team? And who could potentially be getting the silver daisy? Trevor. Getting nasty in Calabasi. How are you, my good man? So great to see both your beautiful faces. Today, in honor of the postseason and October, I started putting up Halloween decorations of a big Frankenstein that kind of like creates an entrance into our little scary house. Um, So I'm excited about that because, like you said, man, season's done. It's time for the scary part. It's time for the postseason. And then this all-JM team. We were looking at the sheet. Two guys eligible for a silver daisy. That's massive. Put that on your baseball reference page. Massive guys, too. Um, We do have third votes from John Boy. He did submit them to Biebs. He sends his best, guys. He, um, full disclosure, his sister is getting married this weekend in Colorado. So as we approach the busiest time of baseball season, uh, the one thing the man loves to do is watch baseball in comfort. And he's uh, he's going out to Colorado. He's very happy. His, his younger sister, Ritzy, um, delightful gal, Elizabeth. And Hunter, congrats. Uh, so his picks are here. If we need to split the vote, if we have a three-way, chaos. Chaos. Let's see. Is hunter natural. is. Do you have to be a hunter if your name is Hunter? Like you kind of like have to. Yeah. You got to kill some animals. Hunt. I have to try it. Yeah. Is he a hunter? Hunter. I don't think so. He's like an outdoors nature guy. I think that that counts if you're Good a hunter. Enough. Ritzy is outdoorish. We follow each other on Instagram. So <laughs> oh. Hey, hike. Stop. She's getting married. Congratulations to them. It's awesome. Uh, Saturday, still time. Trev, the All-JM team is brought to you by Shady Rays. You guys know and love Shady Rays. They're ballplayer sunglasses, man. I mean, I got my snakes hat on. I got my goggles on. It looks like me and Corbin Carroll will be (laughs) running the NL West for the next decade and a half. Shady Rays. You guys know them. I wear them every day now. Not these ones. These are my flashy glasses. They're ready to go in a pinch. But Shady Rays, they're the best in the biz. Everyone is backed up by their lost and broken 
guarantee. You guys have probably seen it. The glasses that I wear almost every day, I lost them, and I got a replacement pair. Trev, you've got a statement? I didn't tell Talking Baseball fans this, but the other day I was running on the streets of my neighborhood, and there just happened to be a beehive in this tree. Right. Didn't see it. I ran straight into a swarm of bees. Yeah. I got stung like six times in the process, Jake. I was wearing my shady rays. I had to rip them off my head, and I'm so strong, I just broke them. Mm. You know what shady rays did? Replaced them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that bee story was probably a lot to hear if you didn't see it coming. That's a true story. Trevor told us that <laughs> off the air. Um, so... Shady Rays, I've become an everyday sunglasses guy. I mean, New York City, you just don't want people seeing your eyes sometimes. Um, I'm an everyday sunny guys, and it's always Shady Rays, and they give one of the best deals we've seen. Code talking at ShadyRays.com. Code talking, 50% off two-plus pairs of premium polarized shades. The one I was just... Yeah, 50% off. 50? Yeah. And by the way, these bad boys... Used to do this in Colorado. They can be your snowboarding sunnies. Yep. Oh, yes. Get down the hill in these. Some snow bunnies. Some male snow bunnies. Shadyrays.com. Use code TALKING. 50% off two plus pairs of premium polarized shades. Trevor, would you like to start with the American League or the National League? Bunny is one of those words that should just be bunny for the plural. Shouldn't be bunnies. Just like deer, she's so bunny. Snow bunny. In, in my opinion. I think we go National League. Wow. It's never been done before, and I think that's how I like <laughs> that's it. it. <laughs> that's how we do it. That's the old JM team. That's how you grab the people. Every episode, rules change, precedents get reset, and that's how it works. In the National League, we will go around the horn, which again... Sets its own president of itself. And you know what? I like to start with the catcher because I think in a lot of ways, the game does start with the catcher. You know, you could argue it starts with the pitcher, but the catcher's got to flash a signal, right? And Trev, I also may have gone here because I think somehow, some way, I think we may have stumbled into an easy winner. We'll see. Your candidates that jump off the map. Travis Darno. 3.7 war, uh, 18 homers, uh, trying to see what else. A 785 OPS. Wilson Contreras, an 803 OPS. Uh, he ended up DHing a lot, 346 on base. I believe the two players that this really comes down to are two guys who you love, Trev. JT Realmuto with the Phillies. Hot. 275, 341, and 819 OPS, 22 homers, and what could be the backbreaker, the Taylor Walls, 21 stolen bases. JT Real Mudo. Will Smith, almost eye for eye in all of these columns. Uh, 262, 345, and 813 OPS, 24 homers. Trevor, I. I don't know if I'm getting in front of this one or not getting in front of this one. I will cast the first stone. For some reason, the eye is attracted to war, and sometimes that can be funny. Either way, like I said, the stolen bases, especially from that position and what it has done for that Philadelphia team, I am casting my vote for JT Realmuto. 
I think that that is an excellent option. I do love Will Smith, and there is a massive discrepancy in their war. I'm on Baseball Reference right now. It has it listed as JT having a 6-2 and Will Smith having a 4-2. Now you're telling me that's two full wins for the base running? Because they grade out pretty well defensively. I admit JT might have some areas where he grades out better than Will Smith, but Will Smith is no slouch behind there. So are we talking basically base running? I think you're getting some base running. I, I would have to dive deeper into the defensive numbers to see where, where things lie. I think JT's a little bit better defensively. I think we know what he does on the base pass. is just absolutely unique for the for the position. So I'm with you, man. We're rolling JT here. He's getting my vote. Congrats, all JM National League catcher. JT Real Muto. Jimmy also on the JT train. <laughs> Really reclaimed his throne with this second half of the season. I actually, I'm, I want to bring those numbers up before we move on from JT real quick because they have to be Looney Tunes because for a while he was not in a great spot. Second half, how's your 306, 366, and a 949 OPS? Um, Wasn't an all-star this year. Special stuff, good for him, and we'll be seeing him. In the wild card, that's going to be some fun. His first playoff baseball, got it, or did he get there with the fish? Uh, no, because fish twenty twenty, right? Plus, like, yeah, I think yeah. it's his first playoff baseball wow. for twenty twenty season behind the dish. A lot of those guys in that Phillies clubhouse. This is the first time, man, and that's those are some some real names there. Obviously, Schwarber's done it, Harper's done it, but Nola, I believe this is his first time. Hoskins, Hoskins, Wheeler was with the Mets, I think, in fifteen. Yeah. D-Rob on your Yankees. Uh, congrats to JT Real Muto at the first base position. And by the way, JT Real Muto, two months, he was cut out by Wilson Contreras in May and June. So he, he, ends, up with, he ends up with a four-pedal year, though. Nothing to slout, nothing to sneeze at. At first base this year, Eric Hosmer had it in April. <laughs> He changed leagues, changed teams, and then May, June, July, August, Paul Goldschmidt, who looks to be your National League MVP. I mean, I don't think I need to even do the smoke and mirrors, Trev. I I mean, look, I get it. We have to talk about Freddie a little bit here. You could talk I about Freddie. I think Goldie's probably going to end up with a five-pedal season. Um, Eric Hosmer stole his shine in April, baby. That's what I love about this award. It's so difficult to get a silver daisy. Uh, but what Freddie's done, his first year in LA, is he's answered all the questions. If there were, were there any questions, maybe that's the wrong oh. word to, to say. He's lived up to the hype, to the expectations. Yeah. In a, and doing that on a team of superstars isn't always easy. You think maybe, okay, that's great. You're surrounded by guys, less pressure on you. But I, I think him going to LA and the way the whole thing happened, there was a lot of pressure on him to to put up these numbers, and he did, man. 409 OBP, 919 OPS. He's got the 20 homers. He's always been a doubles guy, 46 or low, so the, the extra base hits are there. He's uh, closing in right at 100 RBI, and I think he's got – how many hits is this guy? Almost 200, 196 hits. He might be the only one to do 200 this year. In saying that, it's Goldie. Yeah. Pete Alonso deserves a shout-out of 40 homer season and 130 RBI. Yikes. is nothing to sneeze at. 
But Goldie, man, uh, sorry to all our Dodgers and Freddie Freeman fans, but Goldie's got him in about 70 points in slugging, about the same with OPS, uh, 15 more homers than, than Freddie. And you mentioned those 46 doubles. It's not like Goldie was only hitting homers. Goldie had 41. Um, so I think we can say confidently, Paul Goldschmidt, you are the all-jam team, National League first baseman. As close to a silver day as you can get. Let me. I need to go back and look at Eric Hosmer's April. Hold on. He had a nice mm-hmm. April. It's a good April. You can move on to the Did second John base and all. Goldie. Uh, John had Goldie. Huge. Two sweeps early. Early. As Trev. Are you ready? D- yeah. What do you got? <laughs> okay. They better be good. Oh, they were good. He had three homers, fourteen ribbies. He hit 389 with a 457, 597 for a 1.054, 211 OPS plus. Silver Daisy, some say it's the toughest award to get in sports. Um, Second base Trevor has been an interesting one. Tommy Edmond, Tommy Edmond, Tommy Edmond, April through June. Gavin Lux in July, and then Jeff McNeil at second base, which is hilarious because Jeff McNeil won the first util award we gave out in in July, and then Tommy Edmond won it in August. So it's where the all-JM team can really punch in the gut. But we're looking at it from a perspective of, like, where have you been playing lately? And who deserves, now that it is the year-end, who deserves to be on that second baseman podium? And I think Jake Cronenworth deserves some love. He's had a great year. Um, You know, defensively very strong. 17 homers, runs, RBI are there. Tommy Edmond. The OPS won't wow you. 718. But... 31 stolen bases and a glove that has moved him between second and shortstop, but wherever he is on the field, Tommy Edmond is a problem. And Jeff McNeil, my goodness, did you see that guy in the Brave series? He was the Mets' biggest threat the whole time. He has been locked in 326, 381, 8. 29, uh, eight homers, not his game, but uh, when you do the other stuff like he does, it doesn't really have to be your game. So, Trevor, I've been going first, and the first two were kind of layups. I will let you run. I also think we can kill off two positions right here because what we're going to do is we're going to give one of these guys a second base spot and the other guy's going to get the util spot. I think it makes more sense to have Tommy Evan in the util spot. He's earned it 31 bags on the year. Uh, Jeff McNeil's been the best second baseman in the national league. I'd say we put Jeff McNeil, give him another pedal for second base. Tommy Edmond takes the util position. And there we go. I think when you look at both of these seasons, they've been incredible. They're different types of seasons. I'd say Jeff McNeil is more a traditional, like he's, He's kind of done it. The uh, He has the OBP, and he's got the OPS, whereas Tommy Edmonds getting a lot from defense and his versatility and his base running. 
So I say Jeff McNeil, you get second base. Tommy Edmond, you get the util spot. McNeil's defensive numbers aren't exactly any slouch either. Yes. But uh, but yeah, Tommy, doing it with the glove the most. So if I may, and again, I'm, I, I think I half heard BBD and Jimmy. This is the only thing I heard them talking about, so I, I won't go there yet. But could I half throw out there that maybe Tommy Edmond is second base and McNeil is util? Because what Tommy Edmond does defensively at second base is special. McNeil plays second, the corner outfielder, and he's, he's good. Tommy Edmond, if I would rather have a guy who's my second baseman and locking it down versus my guy who's bouncing around the field... I, I don't know. I don't know if either okay. more prestigious or not. I don't think it matters. Right now I have Tommy Edmond, 89 games at second base, 79 at short, uh, eight at third base, and only a handfield, uh, handful in the outfield. Only three games he's been in the outfield all year. I think McNeil's probably been much more in the outfield. I don't, I don't have all the numbers up in front of me right now. I guess I could do that real quick. But sure, I'm okay with that. Tommy Edmond, you till – excuse me, Tommy Edmond, second base. Jeff McNeil, utility. I think they're all the same. McNeil was 103 at second, 34 in left, 12 in right. Okay, hold on now. I think I had it right then. McNeil's played more games at second base. Util, second base shortstop for Edmund. I guess that makes sense as Util. And he's splashed around a little more. He's he's played every outfield spot, I think. Only center field and right field. Uh, three innings Still. in right field and five innings in center field. So we're talking about a middle infielder here in Tommy Edmund. So who do you want? This is tough. How do you want to split him? Tommy Edmund, second base. Jeff, Jeffrey Neal, utility. Fine with it. And I think we just flipped him from last, last <laughs> I think we bit. considered second base more prestigious last time, and it's funny at the year end. What that for, means. Um, Jimmy had some funny business he, going on with this. The note Jimmy gave me, which I had to ask him about, which right. is why Jake over. He just wrote McNeil slash Edmund, and when I asked him about it, he said, I didn't want to give second base to McNeil. That was kind of the only answer he gave me, and he wants us to make sure we shout out Gavin Lux. Confirmed Lux lover. Mm. Mets hater, James O'Brien. <laughs> hey now. Um congrats. Tommy Edmond ends up in August, a July away from a silver daisy, which is insanity. Uh I do think he had a very down uh July. I can double check that. But his 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 offensive stats I think went went kind of like deep into a hole at that point. And Lux was kind of like right. Doing it. Um let's see, Tommy Edmonds. July, 198 of 498 OPS. So, yeah. Brought the numbers down. That's how it happens, man. That's why it's the most prestigious award in sports. Um, Congrats to both of those guys. Amazing year, and and the reason we just talked about them so much is because if you're a baseball fan, you need to know how good those two dudes are at what they do. Um, You know, they play it. Different games, uh, but they impact it on such a crazy level. Uh, Trevor. I don't want to do this one. 
The National League shortstop position, oh. Frankie Lindor won it the first two months. Trey Turner has won it the last three months, and it's been one of the hottest positions all year. Oh, my goodness. These numbers are incredibly similar. Lindor. And fantastic. Lindor, 271, 341, a 789 OPS, 25 homers, 103 RBI, 16 steals, and you know what he does with the glove. Speaking of, Dan's Bay Swanson, 277, 329, a 778 OPS, uh, just a tick below Lindor. Same amount of home runs, a couple more runs, a couple less RBI, two more stolen bases, and Trey Turner, an 809 OPS. That's the high, a higher batting average, the highest on base. The most hits, five less homers, but he does have eight more doubles than Dan's Bay. 100 runs scored, 97 RBI, and 27 stolen bases. They're very, very similar, especially if you start to look at all the offensive numbers. Stolen base, that's maybe the one category that kind of sticks out. Tommy's got to lead by nine there, uh, which I think – I've seen a Tommy. Uh, Trey has a lead by nine there, which I think means something. If you go by F4 – Frankie's sitting at a 6-8, Dan's Bay at a 6-3, and Trey at a 6-2. This is about as close as it gets right here. And this is going to be a time where I don't think you can pick one and it's the right answer. You can look at the stats. You can look at who the player is. Each of these guys is so important to their team. Each of these guys is in the playoffs. I mean, the energy's there for all of them. They're like spark plugs for their team. This is what you want in short stops, man. Like, this is so cool to have this debate right now because when I think of a shortstop, I think of a leader on a team. And that kind of has changed a little bit, you know, over the years. Like, it's you know, true. a lot of teams have straight up defensive shortstops that aren't going to be your leader, your de facto leader. Some teams have guys like this that are. And if there was one guy that like maybe wasn't that for his team, I'd kind of like cast him away. But like I just said, like these all three of these guys like are, you know, a main artery in in, in for their team. I've got a weird I, thought going through my head. Let's hear Joms pick first. I think that's interesting. Let's hear Joms pick first. You guys want to hear Joms pick first? I do. Jimmy selected Trey Turner. Okay. Okay. These guys have all played. The game's played. 159 for Dansby. 158 for Lindor. 157 for Trey. We don't even have that. Trev, you're so right. These dudes are what a shortstop is supposed to be. Out there every day, playing fantastic defense and their offensive contributions. You're right. We went from a generation of, like, the shortstop position has changed. A-Rod, Jeter, Nomar, everyone mauls. To then defensive analytics, and as they snuck in, having the glove out there is what mattered the most. It's why Jeter got ripped apart online for like eight years because the defensive analytics didn't like him after his career. Anyways, 
I got one. I think we say it on three. Okay. And we see what happens. Okay. I like that. The all-JM shortstop voting. Jimmy O'Brien is in with Trey Turner. And we will find out the rest of the votes in three, two, one. Dan's B. Dan's B. Let's go. Wow. Yes. Now tell me something because I had, he swayed me. I'm going to cuss right here. So earmuffs. That last fucking series he had against the Mets. Mm. I'm sorry, bro. Like if Lindor hit three homers and led his team to a fucking sweep, I'd be picking Lindor. Dansby hit three homers. Dansby was shining up the middle on defense. Dansby's team swept. Yeah. I'm sorry, Trey Turner. I think he's my favorite player to watch in baseball is Trey Turner. One of. There's a lot of fun guys to watch. Dansby's our guy. I, uh... My head went to the same spot, Trev. I mean, most important series of the year, and he showed out defensively, mm. offensively. Um, and he's been there all year. Um, and if I'm being honest, and if Dodger fans are going to get mad, which you are, I think Dan's B and what the Braves are and what all JM is, Potentially being the Braves representative, I think that could have affected my vote. I'm not saying it's right, but with the series that just happened and what he did. I mean, what else are you supposed to vote on, dude? I understand that the numbers are this similar. There needs right. to be a dip, like something has to be the separator. Right. And yeah, that was the biggest something. regular season series of this baseball season. And Dansby showed out, dude. Mashed potatoes. He's hot, too. Lindor's hot. Trey's hot. They're all hot. Trey's so hot. Uh, shortstops are hot. Hey, leave a comment. Like... if you're a, Just tell me if you think shortstops are hot. Maybe the toughest vote in all JM team history. Wait till you see third base because we're National... about to get into the thick of it. The National League shortstop is Dansby Swanson. You guys know I came up as a shortstop? It's pretty cool. I sure do. Sure do have the card. And it lasts very long. <laughs> Why don't you try third, thick boy? Yeah. Those hips You're play a little up. better over there. Trev, speaking of, National League third base. <laughs> How about this? The stats are, again, very similar, and I am going to award third place unless you stop me. To young, thick Austin Riley. Oh, third place of third base. I think third third place of third base is young, thick. His offensive stats match almost to a T, if not slightly better, than the two gentlemen ahead of him. But the two gentlemen ahead of him also happen to be two of the best defensive third basemen to ever play in this sport. So, Trev, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is between Manny Machado and Nolan Arenado. It is. And the same thing that we just said about the shortstops, I'm going to say about the third baseman. Both these guys brought their teams to the playoffs. 
they embody what it means to be a third baseman, a pillar, a corner of the field, a cornerstone, if you will. And here's what I'm looking at, man. Yeah. A lot of these numbers are very similar between these two guys. 294 average for Machado, 292 average for Arenado, 893 OPS, 891 OPS for Arenado. So as you're going across the board, Jake, he's just slightly better than Arenado in these stats. Stolen bases, nine to five, I believe it is. So I'm going to give my vote to Manny Machado just because he's he's been this much better. But on this award show, sometimes that's a separator, my guy. Manny Machado has my vote. Manny had it April, May, and June. Austin Riley took it in July, and Nolan Arenado took it in August. BBD, I will ask you this question, and it's going to make my stomach churn. Do I need to vote? You need to vote. And it needs to be between those two people. John has picked Nolan Arenado. Oh, boy. Not a bad pick. I like it. If I were guessing stats that stuck out to him about it, I don't know, Arenado has like half the strikeout rate. Hmm. But But less of a walk rate than Machado has a higher walk rate. So these things are all very, very close. I mean, like I said, as you go through these stats, and some of them are like circumstantial stats that I'm looking at, but sometimes those are the The separators. Circumstances are what you played in. Both in the playoffs. I can't believe I'm going to do this. Your all-JM NL third baseman is Manny Machado. I, uh... Congratulations, Manny. I've said on here many times, Nolan Arenado, I think he's the best defensive third baseman I've ever seen. And with these offensive stats, there are a couple gaps that jump out. The run scored for some reason. I don't That's know. That's circumstantial like I'm talking about. It's but circumstantial yeah. to a degree, but Manny Machado scoring 25-plus more runs feels significant. And what Manny Machado meant to that team. Paul Goldschmidt's probably going to win the MVP this year. Nolan was incredible, almost just as incredible. But Manny Machado, could we not be saying that the Padres fell apart? And, you know, with the Tatis news and getting chased by Milwaukee, he has been as stable and as incredible all year for the San Diego Padres that Manny Machado deserves this award. And, man, it's rail thin. It's, it's rail thin. It's about as close as it can get. I, uh, what Machado means to that team, obviously Nolan means a lot too, but they pull off the big trade middle of the year. Trev's gone it's a lot to now. work through. Stable. Trev. We're looking, our sheet right now has F4 on it. And right. these are 7272. I understand baseball reference calculates their war a little bit different. Right. Baseball reference has Manny Machado as a 6'6 war guy. Sure. It has Nolan Arenado at a 7'9. Now, does that change your vote? Because these numbers, as we said, are the offensive numbers are almost completely identical. Right. If I'm looking at Nolan Arenado, baseball reference is awarding him 2.3 defensive war. And if I look at Manny Machado, Baseball reference 
is calling his defense negative 0.1. See, that actually in my head confirms my vote. Because I know who Manny Machado is. And if you think he's a negative defensively, then you got to update your stats. Uh, remember, what was it? Was it two years ago that Matt Chapman's numbers came out as negative? And then literally at the end of the season, they were like, we've updated our stats because Matt Chapman's really good. Like, yeah. I would not be shocked if that comes out about Manny Machado in a couple weeks. Because that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I'm, I, someone needs to explain that to me. Like I'm five. Yeah, get, like I'm 12. People got different... Yeah, 12 would probably be When better. I was five, man. <laughs> Maybe 13. Statcast. Yeah, I was pretty good at 12. Statcast outs above average. Um, Nolan Arenado, Arenado, 99th percentile. Machado, 94. It's so close. How can some defensive stats be so different? I'm still waiting for the day that I wake up and my baseball reference war has jumped. Because <laughs> you I were playing talking. D. Yeah. Sacrificing my body. Roger Dorning it over there. The infield is set. JT Real Mudo behind the dish. Goldie at first. Tommy Edmund or McNeil at second. I forget where we landed. Edmund at second, McNeil Util. Second, McNeil Util. Your shortstop is Dansby Swanson from the clouds. And Manny Machado. UZR is a big Nolan Arenado believer. Sure. F4 has Key Brian Hayes as the number one defender at third base. He's good. That guy's really good. This is tough. Uh, Okay, here we go. Uh, Defensive run save. I know that I think baseball reference really uses that for their defensive war. And Manny Machado has a negative four, while Nolan Arenado has saved 19 runs, according to that stat. This oh, Is this not a game DRS. changer for you? Are we just going to roll with this shit? I'm fine. If DRS is the difference. I mean, we're, we've been out on that. You're, uh, this show is kind of sprinting away from DRS. Jimmy got in the weeds on it, and... Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've exploited some of the defensive stuff as well. I'll stick with Manny Machado. Snaps. There was no wrong answer. They're really good. Brutal. We're going to get really roasted for that one. Oh, St. Louis. I don't know if we can show up there. Trev, the outfield. You know we have to do a center fielder and two outfielders. Um, through, I mean... This got crazy as the year went. I mean, that opening month, you'll see Ian happen. Say a Suzuki in there. Brandon Nimmo made a hell of a run in center until he got clipped by Michael Harris to Money Mike. We've seen Juan Soto for a couple months. We've seen Mookie Betts since the second month of the season. Kyle Schwarber made an appearance. Um... For the NL outfield, we need a center fielder, and then we need two more outfielders. Uh, Trev, it looks like... This is interesting. Um, I think we can give the center fielder vote pretty easily. You know, if you look back at the numbers, um, Michael Harris takes it in August. We almost gave it to him in July, I believe. 
but we were he just hadn't had enough numbers yet. He hadn't had enough plate appearances. We thought Brandon Nimmo was still there because he Needed had the plate appearances. Catch up. We said eventually Harris is going to pass him. He did. I think Harris is our starting center fielder for the All-JM team, and I don't really think it's a discussion. The stats across the board are just better. Uh, Nimmo and what he's done throughout the year and the duration is impressive. Um, I know Harris, that, that Mets series, I think Nimmo out, outplayed him a little bit, and you know we just talked about that with Dansby Lindor. But, I mean, across the board, an 851 OPS for Michael Harris. Um Compared to Nimmo with a 777, it, it's just what Harris has done in that period of time is different, and he is a game changer defensively. Where I think Nimmo is good, I think Nimmo can make plays. I think Michael Harris puts a little more fear factor in you defensively. I do have Michael Harris too as our center fielder. It's a sweep. We the can other... run through the next outfield position. Or give one away at least. Mookie Betts is going to be there. Um, he's had another phenomenal year. 634 plate appearances. I love that, that you're going to get that out of him. When you pay a guy, what the Dodgers had to pay Mookie to be your guy, to you be your stud, you want him to play. Mookie has, Mookie has 140 games. I think if you're a Dodger fan, you say if Mookie's going to play 140 to 160 games, that's that's the range that we want him in. Perfect. 6-6, F-War, 40 doubles, 35 homers. 12 stolen bases, 82 Mookie, RBI. Mookie Betts. Can he play baseball? I said, Poppy, can he play baseball? He's. We have Mookie fatigue. Yeah, a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, we've yes. seen Mookie do so many things. Like, oh, yeah, it's just Mookie Betts. But, like, watch watch a game when he plays. Like, he affects every aspect of it, man. And, if and he's a short king. If we're being honest, there's a little bit of Dodger fatigue, right? Like, Freddie. Yes. I mean, even Trey Turner gets lumped into that. Uh, but, we like, we've seen the Dodgers party trick that we – you're absolutely right. We, we need to appreciate it more. And you know what, Trev? We're gonna because it's postseason, and that team is so yeah. good – Postseason is the only thing that matters. I mean, are they the are they the only true World Series or bust team? The Astros. Them and the Astros? The Braves? <laughs> um, no, because they won last year. So I and I know you could make guys. an uh, Yeah, you can make an argument that, oh, that means they are a World Series or bust. In my mind, it actually doesn't mean that. It means we just won the World Series. If we went deep into the playoffs again, like, would it be disappointing? Of course. Right. But, like, we're... Yeah, if the Braves go if the Braves go far in the CS, we'll be like, man, this team is set up for a run. I wouldn't even say that about the Dodgers because... Or the Astros. Because the Dodgers have question marks about their World Series. It's a 2020 thing. Alex Verdugo had some very pointed quotes. I still believe it to be just the same type of World Series because the playoffs were the same. No crowd, or there was some crowds at the end there. I don't care about. They were going to get in the they playoffs, no whether it was 162 or 60. And... Um, and then you know the Astros have some questions about you know the, the validity of their stuff. Mm. So they really need both those franchises need another World Series. I think. I like that. And the Braves are like, fuck yeah, bro. House money. Trevor, the final outfield spot in the National League. We've seen a lot of Soto in this spot. Um, 
How about the season from Ian Hap? Nine-figure Hap. Um, I think Nimmo comes back into play. I, I know we've fallen into some debates here. Dalton Varsho has put up a season. I don't know, Trev. I feel this like one... a lame beat writer giving out this award because I feel like we want to say Soto, and I don't know if it's Soto. It doesn't have to be Soto. That's what this award is about. We we are going for the person that really deserves it. Now, interesting, I'm thinking in my head, where's Bryce Harper? But he'll be mentioned in the DH category. This is the National League. We have a DH. Yeah. In the National League. Oh, man. I mean, looking at the numbers here, Jake, what do I like? Availability. So, Nimmo, Varsho, 150 games apiece. Uh, Soto and Hap, over 150 games apiece. My goodness. This is, this is tough. If you're going by F4, we got Nimmo at 4.9, Varsho at 4.7, Soto at 4, Hap at 3.6. I think Nemo's probably going to be the best the best defender out of this group. BBD, could we get James's vote? Jimmy's. <laughs> His vote is for Juan Soto. I don't know if I he followed up with Nemo's a nerd. Jimmy. Kind of makes me want to vote for Nemo. <laughs> Those were private votes. Um <laughs> If he'd parentheses that, I wouldn't say it. Trav, I don't want to vote. Okay. You want me to vote for you? Like, my vote counts as two? No. Well, then you're going to have to vote. I'd like to hear your vote. Let's do it on a three again. That's the best way to do this. I don't want to sway your opinion. I don't want to do any of that shit, man. Okay, I'm going to look at the stats one last time. Hmm. I know what Jimmy likes. I know it. Hmm. Jimmy okay. loves that walk percentage. He loves the walk percentage the for walk Soto. And K rate. All right, I'm ready. I have my vote. Okay. In three. Two, one, Soto. Dalton Varsho. <laughs> Let's go snakes, baby. Let's go snakes. We play for rings in the desert. Dalton Varsho, what a year. 27 dongs, the same amount as Juan Soto, who also has an 858 OPS. I think we wanted Soto to go and get it a little more. I think he's he's, he's been raking as of late. When he first went over to San Diego, it was not good. I think the last two weeks, Beavers, we can get those stats up. The last two weeks of Soto, I think have been really Soto's good. Soto's last two weeks, I can do that for you. While we're here, though, Varsho, 31 games behind the dish this year. That's what I'm saying. Spots. Like That's kind of what I think about when I think about Varsho. It's like 16 he's snipes. Not, he's, he's a, a, a unicornish player. player, dude. I'm glad he gets your vote, but Soto wins. Can I say that? I think so. You know, it's... I I was between him and Nemo, to be honest with you. But the whole like versatility thing for Varsho. Yeah. Juan. You're a player, bro. You're a player. You get this. Juan this, Soto. It's, it's special. Juan Soto's last 14 games. Um, 
He is 17 for 52. That's a 327 average, 444 on base, uh, one dot slug. Or one dot slug or one dot OPS after you add the slug five is okay. five seventy seven slug. Um, okay. I'm fine with having him on there. I just I did want to give Varsho a little bit. Respect. He should get love. National League DH, something that we thought was going to be sexy the first year. NLDH, big old Dan Vogelback got it the first month. Since then, it's been Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper, every month, he sustained it while out for like a month and a half because the NL didn't really know how to use the DH this year. Your candidates are Wilson Contreras, who... Or did they know how to use it the best? Caught a bunch of games. Justin Turner, who started off so slow but then got really hot down the stretch. Bryce Harper is still there. And William Contreras. So... When you look at the stats, Bryce Harper's are clearly the best. He is behind on games. Missed 52 games for that injury. Turner's a third baseman, okay? He's DH 61 games, played third base 65 games. So uh, he's a little bit of a hybrid there. Bryce Harper's played almost exclusively DH. I don't think that... I mean, do we award him for that? For DH, I think that's... You have to DH a lot to be eligible, but yeah, I think Turner's Turner's definitely eligible. Um, I want to use a saying, sure, that's not suitable for work, safe for work. Okay, do you know the saying like a monkey f in a football? I do not. That's what how the National League handled their DHs this year. Just they didn't know what they were doing. You never heard that? I think so. Hope that's not like a bad thing. I've only I've heard it a few times, but it's yeah. pretty funny to me thinking about it. Yeah, I mean the only thing I have going through my head right now outside of Harper and that monkey football thing is um like part of me wishes Alonzo played more DH, but he played 130 games at first. So by default, I think Harper Harper gets my vote, but I again a little disappointed in the NLDH this year. I think even with the missed games, I think like the rate, the homer rate and the extra base hit rate favors Bryce Harper immensely. So I'll I'll, I'll give Bryce my vote. I think that's the right call. Jimmy vote. And here's the here's the having Harper. him not be eligible next year. I want the guy in the outfield. Yeah. If the if Who, the Phillies could have had it their way, I think it would have been him, Castiano, Schwerber rotating in at DH and doing a lot of. Lot of and we'll see. Around. I mean, all JM team maybe next year is like best remaining hitter because you know I hmm. I feel like would I've rather given this award to an Austin Riley or a no that's that doesn't count no 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 or Alonzo no but that's not how we do it and we'll discuss so give all give all the shortstops the goal every single Gold Glove then that's not how it works man done um congrats to Juan Soto Michael Harris too and Mookie. Bets with Bryce Harper at DH. The position, position, oh, God, the pitcher position in the NL, my goodness, is brought to you by Roman Swipes. Uh, You want, let's say your penis is a starting pitcher. Yep. You want your penis to stay out there into the sixth, 
into the seventh. If you got to pull your starter in the first, Mm -mm. you might want to get Roman swipes. They're convenient over-the-counter swipes that are clinically proven to help you last longer in bed. All swipe orders include free two-day shipping and arrived in unmarked packaging. Try swipes today, and we have a special offer just for our listeners. Get 20% off. Your first order at GetRoman.com slash talking today. Fellas, if this is something you're dealing with, why not give it a try? And Roman, they're the specialists that you should try it with. It's GetRoman.com slash talking for 20% off your first order today. I mean, if this is something you're dealing with. Go to Roman. There's right help now. out there. And right get now. Roman.com as well. Trevor, the NL starting pitcher. The the pitchers have gotten screwed in this all JM team. We half don't care because we're we're yeah. play we're ball players. We're everyday players. Pablo Lopez got it in April. Joe Musgrove in May. How about that? Sandy the rest of the way. I'll let you give a speech if you want, because some of the war like some different stuff. My vote's Again, Sandy. I, uh, Sandy's taking this thing home. I don't understand the difference between baseball reference war and fan graphs war in this regard. Sandy's running away with it in baseball reference war, 8.1, but when you put him on the fan graphs leaderboard, he is fifth with a 5.7. And oh, Aaron Nola, my guy, got a 6.3. I think if you look at the numbers across the board, I think you there are some numbers you can look and say do favor Nola, like the fit favors Nola, but I do think like the innings is a big thing. Innings it's matter. It's got twenty eight more, I think, right? No, twenty three more. So that's roughly three more starts, four more starts. But Nola's got like that much over most of the next guys, right? Yeah, I guess I, I guess maybe that's where we should we should land in this. Um, you know, there's almost I feel like there's tiers here. I mean, there's a uh, Rodon, Freed, Gallon, Corbin Burns. Look at you, Darvish, sneak into the mix. Logan Webb. Good for you. I think looking at this and War gets tricky, but FIP. You know, I'm into FIP a little bit, especially when you consider. The ballpark Aaron Nola pitches half as his half of his games in compared the, to Miami. The defense behind him. No the, offense. The defense, which for me is always going to be tough because you can't fully pitch to your defense. That's like when we tell hitters just slap 99 through the hole. But what Sandy's done this year with the innings, let's just stop talking about it. It's Sandy. I'm in for Sandy. A lot of the expected stats favor Nola. Uh, I think I think it's because he strikes out more people than Sandy, but that, I think Sandy could strike out people if he wanted to at a higher clip. And Nola walks ridiculously few people, and so does Sandy, but Nola, it's like a number I've not seen before. It's one of Let's those snap cool. for Nola, snap for Odon. Yeah. Great seasons, you guys. You guys are awesome. Maybe one day uh, there will be two or three pitchers on the All-Jam team, but not 2022. No, just one. Just one. Just one. Never mind. What did J- James say? Look, Jimmy voted for Sandy. 
Sandy. It's a Sandy sweep. Uh, and that's your all JM team for the National League. Sandy Alcantara on the bump. JT Realmuto behind the dish. Paul Goldschmidt at first. Tommy Edmond at second base. Dan's Bay Swanson at shortstop. Manny Machado at third in the outfield. Betts, Harris, Deuce, and Soto uh, with Bryce Harper at DH and our guy Jeff McNeil as your utility. Trev, let's start making moves. Holy smokes. The American League. We've been talking, bro. We've been talking. We've been talking. The American League. Behind the dish. We might have controversy to start. I, I just don't know, man. Um, Besides this, AL, we might be able to breeze through a little, okay. little quicker. Catcher Sean Murphy has shown himself throughout this season in somewhat controversial ways. April and August, the A's for Sean Murphy from the A's. How about that? Jonah Heim popped up in May, and my short, thick king... Alejandro Kirk in June, July. Trevor, the war is all over the board here. We have a big dumper sighting on the sheet. You start talking because I'm about to throw up. Okay. Cal Raleigh, we love you, bro. You put Seattle into the postseason. What a moment you had. What a season you had. A lot of homers, 26 uh, right now. You got a 760 OPS. That is nothing to sneeze at. I think these numbers are accurate. They better be 280 on base percentage, 205 batting average. Yeah. It's going to bring you down a tick when you're getting compared to some of these other guys. Now, Sean Murphy, uh, I think he's come down a little bit. 18 homers. He's got the 758 OPS. I know what he can do behind the plate. He's, I think he's got gold on that glove. But Adley Rushman has came over and, and he's taken over. 814 OPS. He leads in F4. Uh, almost as many doubles in less games as Sean Murphy, 35 to 37. Five less homers, but again, less games. He scored more runs. Um, Sean Murphy does have an RBI, but I think when you're talking about rates and and I think I think it's Adley Rushman. I don't think this is much of a discussion right now. He has been so good. Um so, so good. And it, it feels like Michael Harris too, right? Like he's come in and since he's come in, he's been the best player at the catching position. Um, offensively across the board, he's be- better than Rushman, Murphy, and Raleigh. Uh, he doesn't have Kirk beat offensively except in OPS, um, which is surprising, I think. And just what he provided and what he was too on the Orioles this year, my vote's Adley Rushman. Congratulations. James? James? It's a sweep. Wow. Oh, sweep, sweep. How about that? Let's talk about expectation and the Orioles and everything tied into that. That's awesome. Can I I say something about Adley? Yes. Uh, I'm going to be truthful now, okay? Because I think guys need this. And I need to tell myself, sometimes I get things wrong. When I saw Adley Rushman come out for the first game and, like, fucking turn around yeah. and, like, soak it all up, I'm like, 
I know someone probably told him to do that. Hey, hey, bro, soak it all up. But like, it was kind of like I was like, this is a little ridiculous. It's your first game. Like, go get behind, warm up your pitcher, bro. Like, stop saying hi to the umpires right. and shit. Like, but maybe that's just because when I came up, everyone just said, "Shut up, rook. Just do your job. Don't even look at me." It, Times have changed. Adley has answered all those expectations and more. He's our guy. It was either really cool or kind of corny, and I think end of the day we found out from this kid it was really cool. Um, he's a stud. He's an absolute stud. Congrats to Adley Rushman on what may be his first of many, many all-JM teams. Trevor at first base in the American League. Anthony Rizzo, remember his big April, finding the porch. Your boy Ty France in May and June, and that opened up the door with an injury to Vlad Guerrero Jr. This is still open. I, I don't... I don't know. We've seen Nate Lowe, Nathaniel Lowe, good early settler name for Texas, come out of the woodwork for a massive season. 853 OPS, 27 ding-dongs. Vlad, 158 games, 31 homers, 96 RBI. Arise, who might be our util guy. He's played some first base. Jose Abreu in the mid-Sox. 304, 377, 821. Uh, I heard catcher was supposed to be the big debate position, and now I'm confused because I don't know who I have here. I'll tell you my favorite player on this. Uh, He's a guy that is a free agent, and that's Jose Abreu. I love watching the guy hit. I think he is a constant professional He'll take some bad swings every once in a while, but for the most part, he's pretty balanced up there. He looks like he has heavy feet in the box, and I love heavy, slow feet in the box. Anyone that knows me knows I like the heavy feet. Mm. Now, Nathaniel Lowe, we have gotten shit all year long for not talking about this guy's offensive year, and he has gone off. I mean, ending the year hitting 302, he's got the 853 OPS. We know that's borderline elite well well above average 27 homers it's between him and Abreu for me you're between Vlad and Abreu Nathaniel Lowe and Abreu this is really tough man this is one we need to hear James is first Jimmy submitted Jose Abreu Wow. White Sox should have to do some soul searching, man, because I think that guy is might be the soul. Him and Tim Anderson right now. And by the that way, locker room. Is he a free agent? Abreu is a free agent, yep. Here's what I'll say. Stats on the sheet. It is razor thin. Have you voted Abreu? I have not. You haven't voted. Nate Lowe has hit 12 more homers than Jose Abreu. That is significant, although Jose Abreu does have 12 more doubles. So you do get the extra two bags there, which is big. Hmm. It's really close between them. And what I heard, like Abreu's... He's all right at first base. 
not going to win you a bunch of games over there. He's not going to lose you a bunch of games over there. Now, low, I know, was very shaky at the beginning of the year. But for all accounts, all the Rangers fans in my mentions have said he's he's gotten a lot better as the season went on. I'm going to give it to Jose Abreu. The only thing that was really holding me back here is the fact that Nate Lowe has played 150 games at first base. Abreu's DH'd about 30 games on the 127 games at first base. Some age stuff there that, that again, doesn't kind of factors in but doesn't factor in. Um because do I think Jose Abreu could have played those games at first base? Yes. Do I think they gave him more DH days because he's the one of the older guys on the team? Um, hey, how about this? Jose Abreu, you've won. You got Jimmy and Trev's vote. Nathaniel Lowe, you deserve a vote, dude. Um, what a year. Um, breakout. Absolute breakout. And that Texas Rangers feels like a team we're going to talk about a lot in the offseason. Seagers. Texas Rangers infield next year. First overall pick. It's possible. Seager, Simeon, Josh Lowe, Jones. Josh Young in that neck. Mm. Congrats to Jose Abreu, your American League first baseman. At second base throughout this year, it's been Andres Jimenez, Jose Altuve from May, June, and July, and then Andres Jimenez again. You may remember our friend Alex Bregman came from the top ropes on it and was in disbelief. And then he talked to us, and he goes, holy smokes, I did not realize how good Andres Jimenez was defensively and everything he does and what he's been to that Guardians team that is going to the dance. I believe it remains... Well, I shouldn't say it remains a two-man race. Luis Arise is going for the batting title, and he's probably heading towards Util. Uh, we'll see when we get there. Marcus Simeon and what he's done since his horrid start. Uh, bunch of homers, 100 runs. Deserves to be mentioned how good he was. But for the full season, he is outgunned by Jimenez and Altuve. I mean... The stats are eerily similar. Jose has more power. A 529 slugging gives him the OPS 914 to 848. Jose has more doubles, more homers. 28 to 17 home runs, 102 runs, 57 RBI, where Jimenez actually has 68. And Trev, I was a little bit guffawed when I saw this because it doesn't seem right. But Jose Altuve has 18 stolen bases and Jimenez has 19. Which, the fact that Jose Altuve is out snagging the same amount of bags as some of the kids in this league is insane. I will take the mic first. I love defense. I've loved the Jimenez highlights and what he does and how he grades out. Jose Altuve is better. Um, the on-base, the slugging, the fact that his steals are with Jimenez, and knowing who he is defensively, I think the kid may have him, but especially where Breggy Smalls chimed in last time, that weighted runs created plus a 162 to a 142. 
That's significant. Um, and my vote goes to Jose Altuve. There's no wrong answer here. And since that day, Breggy and I are basically best friends. We were texting. Here's where I land on this. Again, massive discrepancy between F War and B War. Uh, B War loves Andre Semenis. And there's no secret as to why. Defensive run says he has 14. Jose L2 has minus 15. I don't believe that. I'm sorry, dude. I'm giving it to Jose Altuve because I think that's just so ridiculous that I'm putting up my foot down. I, Andre Jimenez has had an incredible year. I think we have celebrated that here on this show. We've talked about him. We've brought some awareness to just how good of a year he's had. But when you got no PS in the nines and you're swiping bags and you're playing second base and you're not, he's not a negative fucking 14 DRS guy. He's just not, dude. If that number wasn't there, I don't even think we think twice about it. I'm going Jose Altuve. You're all jam second baseman, Jose Altuve. A sweep? Sweep. I thought I thought that might be His defensive metrics have graded out so poorly this year. So poorly. Across the board, dude. So we're kind of taking a stand here. Sounds like he's just standing in the spot he should. It- DRS is maybe maybe we'll do a full thing on it this offseason because John has been hell-bent on it. It it has its holes. It's a stat, and a lot of stats do have their holes, but we'll we'll save some of that for another another time. Outs above average, Jimenez at a 13, Altuve at a 1. I mean, he's blown him out of the waters defensive metrics. Like it's not even close. And I think he does have him. He's I think and I think it's significant. But I, I think where Tuve's offensive punch ends up, I think I want that guy. Um, the shortstop position, Trev, we'll see if we need to dive. I don't know if we do. We had a couple late comers that I think made it a convo. J.P. Crawford had it in April. Tim Anderson in May. And then it's been Xander Bogats, the Boston Red Sox shortstop from June, July, and freaking August. <laughs> Correa, credit to him. What a comeback his season has been. He's played a lot more games than I expected. Um, and the offensive stats have ended in a really good spot. And you know he can pick it. Bo Bichette, like we talked about, boy, was he out there every day this year. He went nuts this final month uh, to end up with 24 homers, 90 R- ninety runs, 90 RBI. Corey Seager ended up putting up 33 ding-dongs. Hello. Xander Bogarts has the highest war. Uh, he was in the batting title competition. I think he's fallen off slightly. A 376 on base. Trev, I think this comes down to Bogarts and Correa... Correa has an argument. I'm cross-referencing pages right now. This is really ticking me off, the the difference between these two websites and how they value players. Right now, Carlos Correa, 5'6", B-War. Sander Bogarts, 5'4", B-War. You go on the 
Fangraphs page. First of all, Dansby Swanson, my goodness, is killing it defensively. Had a boy. Uh, Bogarts grades out well. Correa grades out okay, according to the defensive metrics. You went Xander. I haven't voted. Oh my goodness, dude. Bo Bichette's going to be out because I think his defense is less than these guys. And he hasn't really done anything to run away offensively with it. Although his extra base hits kind of crush. He slaps it around. Doing. And he's been he out there every runs. day. Jeez. 188 hits. I think this is tough. He's got the most stolen bases. Sheesh. Mm. What's Jimmy say? Jimmy's on the Xander train. Trev, I'll make you feel better about the whole thing. I'm Xander. I, I think the whole body of work is better. Um, And I don't know. I mean, you might be able to shop at Dior and get either one of these this offseason, but I'm going Xander. Uh-huh. Okay, so I'll I'll reserve my vote and I'll give it to. I guess I'm not going to reserve my vote if I'm giving. Yeah, that's it. that not, doesn't make any sense. Not, that boy, would it be on? It's, on? it's honorary. Getting late. I'll give it to Carlos. You're all jam team shortstop is Xander Bogats. Congrats, kid. How about him heading into free agency and <laughs> Correa, man. The free agent pool is sneaking up. A lot of free agents. I kept saying, what, what's the Red Sox plan this offseason? And I think they got more options than I realized. Jose Abreu switching socks. Um, third base, Trevor. Has, in this history of the All-JM team, has probably been the toughest to award because of two humans, Jose Ramirez and Rafael Devers. Jose Ramirez had it the first two months. Devers had it the next two months. Ramirez got it in August. Devers with a slow, slow second half. Comparatively. Comparatively. That I think he may be third place because your best friend, Alex Bregman, has entered the chat as he has gone absolutely gangbusters in the second half, and he plays a fine third base himself. So we are looking at Ramirez, Bregman, and Devers. I want to give Alex Bregman as much kudos as I can. He's your friend now. I was in his preseason video. He is awesome. It clicked. He felt it click. He told Eno Saris, and he went nuts. That's pretty incredible. Rafael Devers, one of my favorite players to watch play baseball. Whenever he comes up against the Yankees, it's about as scary as in a bat as I can have watching a baseball game. Surprising, the second half brought him down. His OPS is still incredible, 882. He has made great strides as a third baseman. I still don't think he's a high-level third baseman. Jose Ramirez, the heart and soul of the Cleveland Guardians. 122 RBI, and Trev, that column that we don't use a lot, but when it does pop off, it pops off a little different. 20 swipes out of this dude? What? 
You played against this guy, Trev. I remember like the origin of Jose <laughs> Ramirez. He wasn't always this lovable stud, okay? He took some lumps. Ricky Nolasco was going to fight him in the outfield. That is never going to happen. But wow. he did challenge him. Uh, it's Jose Ramirez. It is. He's a uh, he's a top seven player in baseball. Top five player, maybe all around player, maybe top five. Can I give you a fun stat that doesn't matter but does? <laughs> Aaron Judge is chasing the home run record, right? We uh, mm -hmm. past couple weeks we saw the fours get thrown up a little more. Jose Ramirez has been intentionally walked the most in the American League this year, 20 times. Shit makes sense. That's uh, He's a threat. He's, he, he's a switch-hitting threat. He, he is the guy you circle on the other team, and you say, let's do everything in our power to not let that guy beat us, and he somehow still beats you. Um. Career high in RBI, 69 walks to 81 strikeouts. He's a sick pup. And by the way, listed 5'9". Any inside sources on that, Trev? And he's taking the under. <laughs> the hair helps him a little bit, you know? He's Is he like shape. the fantasy player? I don't play fantasy baseball. Sure. Is he like the guy in fantasy baseball because of the stolen bases and the power numbers mm. and the RBI? Like, he's kind of the only guy that does all of that. You know, stolen bases factor in more and more than they used to because there used to be a lot of guys swiping. Now there's not as much. Yeah, but, yeah, I know guys. Trey Turner's like the one was the one pick this year because of it. Um, and, yeah, if you can swipe bags, it's becoming more and more of a unicorn that I was shocked to see. Like, the Yankees don't even let guys steal because they're scared to get hurt. And this guy's age 30, everything to that team. I'd like to see him with his shirt off. I'm curious now I because he's kind of like a bowling ball looking, but maybe he's tight. I think it looks eerily Some similar to me. Sometimes, though, you get him shirt off, and it actually looks like fine baseball. You know, We're going to find that out. Weird. Follow us uh, here in the next Talking Baseball. We'll have the answer. How does If he look any of you have a picture off? of him shirt off, Jose Ramirez shirtless. I'm Googling it. He might be kind of roped up. He's strong. Next spring training, I'd love to go side by side. Okay. Oh, my God, his spring. He's got an all-star game pick that is just. I got to send this to you, BBD. Tristan McKenzie's got to get us in that clubhouse. BBD, I'm, to Ramirez. I'm going to slack you this, um, and if you can get it on the screen at some point. Uh, give me us. There's a picture in there. Uh, oh, wait, BBD. Congrats to Jose Ramirez um, around the horn. Jose Abreu took down first base. Jose Altuve. Jose Ramirez. We got three Jose's? <laughs> How about it? And you, Xander. Do you want just the solo pick? What's that? The solo pick of him? Yes. Yes. The three Jose's and Xander in the infield with Adley, Adley Xander and the Jose's. That's baseball, Susan. Um. Trev, I think we should do this now before we get to outfield and DH. Uh, the utility, I think it's got to be a sweep. It's got to be Luis Arise at this point. DJ LeMahieu was around. He had some foot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he looks like he 
Is that a company party for Best Buy or something? <sighs> the dress shirt tucked into the jeans. Tough. That's a tough look right there. The jeans are sagging in the front, which is always a little risque. Wait, that's a while ago, though. Don't hit him with the 2019, 20, whatever that is. His hips are furious. And he's arching his back. That's incredible. If you're podcast only, I'm sorry, but. It's a classic way to look roped up. Just pinch the scap a little bit. Maybe I got to start doing that. Uh, Trev, any argument for or against Luis Arise for the ALU till? I have no argument against that. In fact, I want to give him credit. He's been nursing a hammy issue, and Yankee fans have been absolutely brutal to him because he's been sitting out, and they're saying, oh, you're ducking Aaron Judge. That ain't the case. He's in the lineup today. We're filming this on Tuesday, October 4th. He in the lineup. Ain't afraid of Judge. Might a be. guy that I wish... You can't coach it. You can't teach it. And it doesn't make sense for a lot of guys. But if there could be more Arises and more Stephen Kwans who we're about to talk about, even DJ when he's right, Michael Brantley, Jeff McNeil... If baseball can have a couple more guys of those ilk, I do think it would go a long way for the sport because it's uh, they are a tough out and it's fun to watch. And I know the game's gone away from it, but uh, those guys make such a huge impact. Good for him. Might get the batting title, like you're saying. Mm. Favored. Unless Judge catches him. Trev, congrats to Luis Arise. Trev. As we head to the American League, outfield, DH, and starting pitcher, some of these guys were dudes you could have placed bets on at the beginning of the year, and you might have been right, like our friend Jimmy. Placed a bet on old 99 to lead the AL in homers. I think that might hold. Uh, DraftKings. There's still a few games left. Still a couple games. Let's see what they got. Let's see what you Look got. Stack corrections. Jordan. Um, and by the way, We'll be live streaming playoff games. You might see some bets there. Or the NFL is rolling, people. Thursdays, Sundays, and Mondays. Why don't you go to the DraftKings Sportsbook? And right now, if you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code JOMBOY, you'll get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any game. That's code JOMBOY, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes. For details, as we head to the American League outfield DH and starting pitcher, there's a guy that I think will be on this team no matter what. Uh, there's a couple guys I think that will be on this team no matter how we slice it. Jake, I want to just stop you right here. Please. Let's award the three guys that are going to be on here, okay? we The DH is over, people. Yeah. Snaps for Jordan Alvarez. He is one JD Martinez hot streak away from getting the silver daisy. Oh no, he is. BBD I gave forgot. a face. Jimmy might have a dissenting vote. Uh which isn't uh, he is proposing uh Jordan as an outfielder and he wants Otani getting that DH. We've so it becomes discussed the Shohei thing many times. We don't have an award because we're, we... He won DH are, last year, but yeah. He won DH last year? Yeah. 
This year we haven't given him an award ever. This year it hasn't happened. He's kind. Of, he started on both spots. His Aprils were mid. Can we give so him the Shohei Award? Back. I'm open. If to we that. if we give Shohei the DH, then all the three outfield spots are gone too. They might be. Let's let's look at them and make a decision. I guess that's true. I guess that's 76 games for Jordan at DH, which means he's played 57 games in the outfield. I think it means the DH. And if you're going by those numbers, he he's 55 games in the outfield. I want to double check that. That feels super light. He had he had a little bit of a missed time with injury as well, so I don't know if he stopped doing outfield stuff. It was he was platoon, he was platooning with Brantley and Brantley also and was then lost. Brantley the got year. hurt, and then Jordan got hurt. They're both they're kind of both doing both. Fifty five games in the outfield is light. While while Brantley was on the team. It was kind of 60-40, Brantley the DH. Let's check these boxes the right way. I came in hot. You came in hot, and I love it, That is great. That's how I like to live. But Mm. I think we have to reverse engineer this. Work backwards. Mike Trout and Aaron Judge. Mike Trout's our center fielder. Congratulations, Mike Trout. You are a superhuman. I don't understand how you swing the bat the way you do. It's so awesome and beautiful, and I wish I could do it. Everybody tries to do it the way you do it. Nobody can. 39 homers, a 983 OPS. Um, Silver Daisy, no funny business to it. Center field every month, even with the absence. It's massive for Michael. Massive for him to win that that award. The whole way. Silver Daisy? Silver Daisy sent the center fielder. That's a nice little accomplishment for a guy that's stacking up the awards. I think, hey, been there, done that with most of them. He he didn't have that last year. He joins Vladdy Jr. as the second ever Silver Daisy. Am I remembering that right? Shoei had every month last year, too. And Shoei, that's good. Co- Shoei, Silver Daisy at DH uh, in 2020. These are the and then people. This year, this year we reversed Shohei. He's out on every award. These are the type of people that should be winning Silver Daisies. It, it works out. The second person who missed out on the Silver Daisy because of Taylor Ward's hot April is Aaron Judge. Uh, Aaron Judge has been a part of this team. For most of the year, he's tied the American League home run record, if you'd like to phrase it that way. Center field and right field for the big fella. I see his war listed somewhere as 11, which I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you do with that. But congrats to Aaron Judge, one of the best seasons we've ever seen. I, w- I want people to understand that we didn't mess this up. Okay, in April, Taylor Ward. Five homers, 13 ribbies. He had an OPS of 1.284. He was nuts. Aaron Judge, nice month. Six homers, 13 RBI. OPS, 961. I believe I believe you and Jimmy outvoted me. I think I threw a judge out there, but Taylor Ward was incredible. 
And that's why it's so hard to win a silver daisy. He had 11 strikeouts to 12, or 11 walks to 12 strikeouts in April. A judge said eight walks to 22 strikeouts. He won it. He won it. Just a little better that month. Trevor, we've seen in recent months, Kyle Tucker and Julio Rodriguez had battled out for an outfield spot while Jordan was in the DH spot. Fifty-five games in the outfield doesn't feel right for me for Jordan Alvarez. I Shohei's going to get his own award. We'll figure something out. This is not we. This is why we're so good, Jake. Let's yes. pat ourselves in the back here. When we can't figure something out, we don't just say this. We're like we don't know. We don't know what to do with Shohei. We don't. I'm not going to give him a DH award here. That's not what he is. He's more than a DH. If his numbers were better than Alvarez. Should we give him the best two-way player award in baseball? Can you? I mean, he's the only one. Should we give him the inaugural Shohei Otani award? I think we just, like, have him. He's just Shohei Otani, also on the team. He's on the team. He's on both teams. On both teams. Problem okay. solved. Yeah. Yeah. At the end at the end of the graphic, just put Shohei Otani, both teams. Uh, Shohei Otani's on this. He gets an award. We just don't know how to award it to him. Congrats to Shohei Otani. That means Jordan Alvarez is going to be our DH, and that means Jordan Alvarez got an unconventional, but still... Legitimate Silver Daisy. A Silver Daisy for Jordan Alvarez. His year has been so good, it's gone overlooked because of Judge. He's one dotting. Like, Jordan is insane. And he's so young, and he's so good, and he's on those Houston Astros. Um, He's 25 years old. 301, 403, one dot. Him and Judge, the only one daughters this season. Goldschmidt's got a 986. I mean, I I guess theoretically, if he had a couple good last games, he could get there. It's 11 days older. Than a me. 184 OPS plus. Jordan's 11 days older than you. Yeah, so that that sucks. We're supposed to be peers. Congrats wow. to Jordan. And you know what? Where the Silver Daisy's beautiful, Shohei, Vlad Jr., Mike Trout. Jordan Alvarez deserves to be mentioned with those guys, and he's not always. But God, is he good. So we have one more outfield spot to give out. It's been between Julio, Kyle Tucker, Stephen Kwan has come all the way back from April when he was on the team to give himself a fighting chance. Good defense, contact, OBP. George Springer's floating around. Taylor Ward, Adelise Garcia, Buxton, Cedric Mullins. Trev, what flavor of ice cream do you like? This is so tough. This is so, so tough, dude, because there's a lot of guys that are very deserving, and a lot of the numbers are kind of 
all around the same. I think you can argue impact here. Um, Julio probably had the biggest impact of any of these players on their respective team. Stephen Kwan, obviously a big impact, but I think Julio, you could without a doubt say, impacted it more. I'm going to go Julio. For me, it was between Julio and Kyle Tucker. And I think Julio just kind of outpaces him and everything but RBI, basically. There is a games played at bats, whatever dis- difference. I don't think it's massive enough to you know, usurp. It does that. deserve to be mentioned. But it's mentioned. 18 games. Kyle Tucker has played 18 more games. And the question is, is it enough? Kyle Tucker has two more homers. By the way, we mentioned this last time, people, the same amount of stolen bases as Julio. You don't think of Kyle Tucker in that light, but you should. I do. He plays great defense in right field. Um, 104 RBI to 74. Julio has more runs. The gap in average on base and slugging is just a little too much to make up while Julio has been playing a more premier position. This is the first year Kyle Tucker hasn't messed around in center at all. And that's where Julio has messed around and helped lead the Seattle Mariners to their first playoff berth in 21 years. Sometimes life is circumstantial. I am giving my vote to Julio Rodriguez as well. I think it's deserving. And you know I love Kyle Tucker. That Abraham Lincoln MFR mm. has got my heart. I love watching him hit. Sometimes he'll wear batting gloves. Most of the time he won't. I don't understand when he decides to do it <laughs> and when he doesn't, but I sure as hell like to see if he is or isn't. Is there a stat out there? Kyle Tucker with and without gloves? He doesn't wear gloves like ever, but like I've seen him with gloves. He he mixes that in. Trev, you're going to glove this. The starting pitcher, a place that we toil and we don't really know the result. Listen to these names, my man. We've had a new AL pitcher every month. Logan Gilbert, Martin Perez, Shane McClanahan, Justin Verlander, and Dylan Cease. Verlander, Gossman, Shohei, Bieber, Cease, Manoa, Framber, Tristan McKenzie, Martin Perez. I'm ready. Ho! I think Verlander's going to win the Cy Young. I know he missed a little bit of time. I know the innings aren't as high as maybe you'd want him to be. He still made 27 starts. He still threw 170 innings pitched. Sitting with a 1.8. His whip is at a .85. Off of Tommy John, there is a little bit of a cool story there. But I think he's also just done it with the numbers, and he just deserves it. 27 quality starts. All these guys have it right around there. Some guys with 31, 32. Um, Verlander gets it for me. Do I need to vote, BBD? You do need to vote. Interesting. Don't say who. Interesting. Um, You know I love Verlander. I I still enjoy ERA for what it is. Kevin Gossman, I know he's a FIP 
King, he started four more games. And the Blue Jays' defense, sneaky, not great. You may see that this postseason. Maybe you won't. Maybe the kids step up. I don't know. Um, also, Toronto, a, a hitter-friendly ballpark. Shohei, out of the woodwork. Incredible. Dylan Cease, who won it last month. And then you've got a bunch of inning guys here in Manoa and Framber. Uh, it's so dumb how much ERA speaks. I didn't go specifically ERA. It's out there, though. I mean, that's a pretty nice number. Did he go cease? He did not go cease. Shit. He went, I know exactly who he, he went. He went for somebody that has not gotten a pedal. I know exactly where he went. You know what he likes. I know. I do know what he likes. He went Framber. He did not go Framber. Oh wow! What? That's interesting. I thought for sure Framber. I'm going Cease. The innings Explain. are there. The ERA is there. The, the strikeouts. The strikeouts are crazy. The quality starts. 32 quality starts. That's tied for the AL lead. It stinks that he was on the Mid Sox. Who Jimmy go? John Boy. Uh, he submitted his vote for Alec Manoa. Wow. That is okay. Wow. Okay. Hey, I mean, I look. I see the innings pitch. I see the whip. We we were talking about Cease and his strikeout percentage. Who's got a higher strikeout percentage? Dylan Cease. But Shohei motherfucking Otani. <laughs> I'm say I'm gonna say it again one more time. He's my American League MVP. And I and I can't you can talk to me till you're blue in the face about Aaron Judge and the season he's having, and I respect Aaron Judge and I love Aaron Judge, and it's been incredible to watch. We almost gave Shohei the DH award. Right. Okay, and now look what he's done on the mound. It is mind-boggling. Can we officially give Shohei the Shohei Otani award? I know the Cy Young is named after Cy Young. The best two-way player the rest of the way in baseball history. It will be. Should be given the Shohei Otani award. So let's be the first to award it to Shohei Otani. So should our graphic have our normal thing, and then it should be a slide to Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. Or at the bottom or somewhere. Somewhere that people will complain the least. All right, look, dude. James has got Manoa. You got Cease. I got Verlander. So I love that this episode, because this is the last award that we have to give, is going to come down to our beautiful man in the plate. Right down there in the corner. Big, big dong. BBD. I'm interested in hearing some final arguments. I don't have one. That's fair. I think on the count of three, you give your answer, and I think you hit the music. I'll give you a second to gather yourself. Justin Verlander, Dylan Cease, and Alec Manoa. The old man... The mustache, and maybe the the manliest man of them all, Alec Manoa. Are you ready? I think I am. 
You're all JM team. I will finish off the American League around the horn. Adley Rushman, Jose Abreu, Jose Altuve, Xander Bogarts, and Jose Ramirez. Your util, Luis Araiz. In the outfield, Aaron Judge, Mike Trout, Julio Rodriguez. Your DH is Jordan Alvarez with the Silver Daisy along with Trout. The Shohei Otani Award went to Shohei Otani. And your All-JM starting pitcher is... Justin Verlander. Don't be nervous! Talking about right there. Jake sucks. Congratulations. Thank you, everyone. If you say this far, you will see us. I think released Thursday into Friday. The wild card playoff preview? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're talking ball. That's what we do, baby. Woo! Woo!